Hey everyone, and welcome to Disney WTF, where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. We are on episode 20. 20. And for those that don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic, and one of us just doesn't get it. But we've somehow made a way to make this relationship work. We certainly have. Through good times, bad, sunny weather, bad weather. Bad weather. We are in trouble. Speaking of bad weather, I've got, I've got headlines. Irma <laughs> is about to come to South Florida and mess everything up. Yeah. So Irma is about to play Duck Duck Goose with the entire East Coast. Yeah. I think, Richie, tell me what, tell me again what you said earlier about the categories and hurricanes and South Floridians. Oh, that. Because that was a good point. Well, I think it's Floridians and I think it's Floridians in general. Like, Floridians. It becomes an inconvenience to us only when a category, when a hurricane category three or higher is a problem. Like anything other than like less like a two or one, like, oh, it's all right. We'll be fine. We have to go to work anyway. Yeah, so we'll still have to work and stuff. Yeah. But if it's a category, if it's a category three or above, that's when like we have to like consider changing stuff around. Yeah. I mean, I'm fairly stressed out. Like you saw me in my full stress mode. <laughs> well, definitely in the last 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're you're. We went it's to our, our local Target last night. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be ahead of the crowd, mm-hmm. get some water, we can get some bread, peanut butter. There's no bread, no water yeah. in our local Target. And it was early. Like, yeah. It was even like, it's not even day before yet or anything. So Yeah, but that's good. I mean, that definitely means people are preparing. It, it probably means that we might be in trouble. <laughs> but I do want to relay the message. So if... If you have a water, or if you have a fridge that has water coming out of it, that has a dispenser, then you can easily fill all your Tupperwares with the water and store it in the fridge. I mean, I don't think temporarily it's, though. Yeah, at some point, I don't think it's very sanitary. Down. Yeah, but still, anyway, it, it's an emergency. But luckily, I have prepared. I have three days of food rations and packets of water that will not go bad. In case we don't get anything, we'll be fine. Richie originally bought these rations for our trip to South Korea last year. Yeah, because I don't mess around with North Korea, and I don't know what was going to happen, so I wanted to be prepared. <laughs> well, they're definitely going to come in handy, perhaps, <laughs> yes. if we need them this, yes. this year. <laughs> All right, headlines. All right, so the first headline, we're just going to continue on a little bit of our hurricane talk. So Hurricane Irma does have the potential to hit Florida. And what's in Florida? Disney World. Yes. And I thought it would be fun to review Hurricane uh, policies at Disney World. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So if there's a hurricane warning issued seven days before your scheduled trip, then any bookings for room reservations or or my way tickets through Disney can be uh, what's the word? Not transferred, rescheduled. Oh, at no cool. at no charge. Oh, nice. That's really nice of Disney. See, yeah, that is really nice of Disney, but they do stipulate in their hurricane policy that if it was booked through a third-party company, they are not responsible for the fees. They are not responsible for any mm, airline. Twist. Changes that might have to happen. They're responsible for themselves. That's a twist. Yeah. And this also does not apply to special event tickets. So, for instance, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, mm-hmm. that's a special event ticket. You have to buy a separate ticket from your regular park entrance in order to go. And those are not included in the hurricane policy. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So, good and bad yeah. with that. Also, at time, I thought it would be fun to mention this fun fact. Walt Disney World has closed four times because of a hurricane since 1971. 
Why since 1971? Because that's when it was open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not, I don't know about this stuff. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, but only four times. Why is 1971 so important? Okay, so only four times? Yeah, and the most recent one was Matthew last year. Oh, Hurricane Matthew. So we'll have to see. We'll keep you updated. Also, watch your local news channel. <laughs> yeah. Take precautions, please. <laughs> Stay safe, South Florida. All right, so, Ricard, I don't know if you remember what Disney Quest was. No, I do not. So Disney Quest was a, a gaming building in mm -hmm. Disney Springs. So it was literally like arcade games and you had interactive experiences where you got to ride like a virtual roller coaster and, and things like that. Well, anyways, it was very, very outdated and it was closed earlier in their year mm -hmm. and now it's being demolished. What is it being demolished for, you may ask? Yeah, I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make way for the NBA experience. Really? Yes. Okay, go on. So... <laughs> So Richie's actually a pretty big basketball fan. I'm a sports fan. You're a sports so fan Football, in basketball, baseball, hockey, cricket, Olympic wrestling. Tennis. Tennis. Anyways, so NBA experience, and that's going to include interactive basketball experiences, whatever that means. It's supposed to put you right in the action, and it's also going to feature restaurants, shops, this and that, but it's like official NBA-sponsored type of that's stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's going to... I didn't see when the expected opening date was, mm -hmm. but I imagine that the demolishing of Disney Quest does signal that it's moving forward. Where is Disney Quest? Disney Quest is in Disney Springs, which okay. is also known as Downtown Disney. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so that's where the experience will be. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, smart. Yeah. Good job, Disney. I like that idea. Which is actually pretty cool because it's, I mean, we don't know anything right now about pricing, mm -hmm. what it's going, what that's going to look like, but it's kind of another experience that you can do outside of the parks. Mm -hmm. I wonder how they made this decision, though, because basketball, football's a pretty big sport right now, but so is basketball. But I do think that it has something to do with the dangers of football, of why maybe mm -hmm. Disney didn't decide to make, because right now I think football is America's sport. Like football, like that's America, mm -hmm. right? Basketball is like up there, but it's more of like a world sport, you know, and like it's, you can play it's it in safer. Lithuania. Yeah. And, and it's a lot safer technically also, you know, than football is at the, at the professional level. So I'm wondering if that had something to do with it, you know, cause there's actually, there's actually people that say that, you know, like in 25 years, like football would be illegal. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know if that 25 years is like a thing, but there are people that think that, you know, because football is so like dangerous and you know, unhealthy and stuff like that because of the, the brain injuries and stuff that it actually might one day might be outlawed at some point, which I hope will never happen. But so would you rather, would you rather it see more safety precautions because people, I mean, and I'm not like a huge a follower of football necessarily. Like I don't mind mm -hmm. watching the games, but I've heard big fans say that once they start implementing safety precautions, that the game doesn't become as fun. It's not as fun. No, it's unfortunate, but I mean, I don't know. That's that's the sport, though. Like they t they have the rules in place and stuff to protect them. But some of them are good. Some of them are a little eh. But then and then it leaves like the objection up to like the referees and like so it gets it gets weird. But anyway, that's like a whole nother thing. Okay. But. Well, I mean, probably I'm sure they went to all the major football organization football organizations. <laughs> yes, including sports organizations. Yeah. So. MLB, NFL, NBA, and I bet the NBA put up the most money 
I don't know. I, I think I think it's the reverse. I think it's the fact that Disney can make the most money off of the NBA. Why do you think that? Because baseball is not like baseball's not huge right now, you know, like in, in terms of the grand scheme of things. So that wouldn't have worked out. There's not a bunch of people like, ooh, I cannot wait for this baseball experience. Like no. It's like basketball is like the stuff right now. Like that's the bigger that. thing. So that's my opinion on that. It's one man's opinion. One man's opinion. Okay, well. Anywho, <laughs> thank you, Ricard, for that sports analysis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I want to move on to what we're going to talk about today, okay. which is something I don't think you've ever heard about before. Ricard, what do you think a half-day park is? I don't know what a half-day park is. I don't, even, I don't know what a half-day park is. Okay. Well, in Disney terminology and to Disney fans... Do you only go for like half the day? Like You show up and you have to leave at one? The only thing I can think of is, so when you go skiing, they have like a half day pass, which means you can pay for a ticket, but you can only ski until like 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Is it that? Sort of. Okay. Except that you voluntarily leave. So you don't have to leave. You don't have to leave. Okay. So what Disney fans think is a half day park is a park that you don't need to spend the whole day at to see everything. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say for instance, I want to give you an example that's very, very current right now. Disney Hollywood Studios. As you may know, they're going undergoing a massive renovation. Mm-hmm. They're adding Toy Story Land, Star Wars at Galaxy's Edge. So they're doing all these changes to the park, but with that comes a lot of closings because they have to make way for new things to happen. Yeah. So what they're saying is now is that to see Hollywood Studios, you don't need to spend the whole day there. Thus, it's a half-day park. Okay, so what does that mean for, like, people? Like, is it a ticket price that's half? Like, what? how does it work? I'm so glad you asked. Because with this, there's pros and cons to having a half-day park. Do you want the cons or the pros first? The cons. Okay, perfect. <laughs> because the cons kind of go along with what you were just saying. So, no. It's not a cheaper cost because there's not as much to do there. You have to pay the full price for park entry, regardless of how long you stay in that park. Okay. However, I will say this, Disney does have a re-entry policy where if you've already paid to enter that park for the day, you can absolutely re-enter later in the day. Okay. Or if you have a park hopper ticket, you know, you can pay for the park hopper ticket and just go around to all the parks that you want. Mm-hmm. But brass tacks, if you buy a one day, one park ticket, you can only go to that park and it's still going to be the same cost as a regular park ticket. So what's the point? Like, I don't understand. Is, is, is this basically Disney saying, Hey, please leave. No. So then I don't get it. So half day park is not something that Disney like it came up with. Oh, so this is like an external thing that this like, is like Disney culture. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry, I thought I gave. I thought I made that more clear. <laughs> no. Okay. So this is a Disney fan thing, okay. and so people will say, "Oh, it's a half-day park." When in their heads, they're like, "Wow, I really don't need to stay for the whole day." Like, if I go to Magic Kingdom, I have to be there the whole day. I have to be there at rope drop or when the park opens yeah. until the very end. What they close at midnight with extra magic hours. I'm going to be there until three in the morning, okay. and I still won't be able to see the whole park. Yes. You know, that's a full-day park. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is not what you would call a half-day park. Okay, I understand. 
but it, it's, it's a great example of what, like, the difference between what a full day park would look like where you struggle to get everything done. Yeah. Whereas a half day park is something that all the attractions you can basically see with minimal effort mm -hmm. in rushing around or planning or anything like that. Is Hollywood Studios cheaper or is it one flat rate fee to get into every single park? Here's the thing. At Walt Disney World a couple years ago, they implemented it where Magic Kingdom only did have a higher, well, does have a higher price tag to get in. Mm -hmm. But MGM, I'm sorry, Hollywood Studios, <laughs> Epcot, and um, Animal Kingdom, all the same awesome price. price. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Interesting. So, so Disney doesn't term this a half-day park. So, but is there only one half-day park? I'm so glad you asked. Stop saying that. Sorry. You say that every time I ask a question. <laughs> because you're just you're feeding into my plan. <laughs> is there multiple half-day parks? So a lot of times what happens is that parks go through kind of phases where they're half-day parks for some of their lifetime and then they move on into full day parks. Mm -hmm. And so another example that I wanted to bring up about this is Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. So Animal Kingdom, we've been there, you know that we can easily spend the whole day there mm -hmm. because there's so much to do, so many things to see, animals to see, mm -hmm. food to try, lounges to try. And now with the addition of Pandora or Avatar Land, mm -hmm. I mean, you could literally, you could spend all day in just that one land. Yeah, because you have to wait five hours for that one ride. So, yes, so. you could spend all day <laughs> yeah. in that one land. And just lines. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But when Animal Kingdom first opened, there wasn't an Everest. Obviously, there wasn't a Pandora. Mm -hmm. There was Dinosaur, which is the ride where you go to rescue the dinosaur. Um, mm -hmm. Although at the time, <laughs> it was called Countdown to Extinction. Okay. Okay. And then they did have also animals and trails to go see, but people really thought of it more as a half-day park because you could do all that without having to do much effort mm -hmm. into into seeing everything. So it was a half-day park at the time. Mm -hmm. And over, over time, over the years, they started building more things and more things. And then really up until recently, it was not considered a full-day park. But now with the addition of Pandora and they have Everest now, it, you could literally just spend the whole day there. Yeah. So what are the current half-day parks other than Hollywood Studios? It's the only half-day park, I would say. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Now, is that a is that a WDW term, or do they have, like, half... Do they have, like, half-day parks around the world at Disney's? Well, I'm not sure around the world, because I haven't first-hand experienced them. Yeah. Um, but like I told you, this is not something that Disney thought of. This is something the fans thought Yeah, but, but the, within the fans, though, like, are there half-day parks within fan people in, uh, in uh, Disney World? I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I just haven't had the experience at those parks. Oh, okay, gotcha. But here today, so, we're just okay. educating you on the concept of what, what a half-day half day park, park is, okay. and then you can decide for yourself. Okay, gotcha. When we go visit them one day. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> so there are definitely pros to half-day parks, mm -hmm. and we kind of went over one of the cons, is that you know you still have to pay the same ticket price to get into Hollywood Studios as you would have to get into Epcot or Animal Kingdom. Another con I've thought of is that it kind of depends on the type of theme park goer you are. So mm -hmm. if you want tons of rides, tons of shows, 
and you know be going 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 all day long you're probably not going to have a great day at a half day park yeah and you're probably gonna think oh my money would have been better spent here or there mm-hmm. wherever it may be yeah but like if if you want to go to disney springs let's say like one day it would be good to maybe have a half day ticket to go like to MGM yeah, or exactly. Hollywood Studios. And that's one of the pros is that with when you have a half day park, you can do those other experiences because mm-hmm. you have more time to be able to say, you know what, I'm only going to spend until three o'clock at, at Hollywood Studios and then yeah. we are going to go to Disney Springs and do the NBA experience Yeah, because that sounds super cool. Yes. So yes, it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's both a blessing and a curse, as what my brother put it, yeah. um, because you do have the opportunities to do those types of experiences afterwards. Yeah, but true. at the same time, you still have to go and pay this ticket, which more than, more than anything, I think the cost is an issue mm-hmm. to have an experience for you know half of the day. Yeah, that's true. So I wonder if that's probably part of like reviews, I'm sure, like in, on Trip Report. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if on there, you know, people are like, don't go here like if you're just going for like one day because it's not worth the price because yeah. it's only a half day park mm-hmm. like, like TripAdvisor you mean yeah TripAdvisor what did I say you said trip report. oh my bad you're thinking about our <laughs> next trip report probably that's funny yeah so <laughs> TripAdvisor yeah so it's not like the same but a half day park to a Disney fan is really it's kind of a great thing mm-hmm. there are so many good things going for it one of them is that you can really stop and enjoy all the details of a park that you might not have the time to do if you were at like, let's say Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Because Disney, as you may know, they theme everything they do so very well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's a manhole in the ground that you're just gonna be stepping over or spilling ice cream on, it's themed. Mm Everything is strategically placed and it's it serves a purpose, whether it's to enhance the theme or for, you know, some sort of a gag, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. So even from the shops to the restaurants, everything, you'd be able to experience so much more of that detail. Mm-hmm. And you can look up and look down and all around and you'll be able to see it all and enjoy it because you don't have to worry about running around because I have to hit this ride and this ride and mm-hmm. he's hungry and whatever. What we need to figure out is what's the standard size, right? And here's why that's important. Standard size. Park. Okay. Okay. For example, so you have the half day park, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the, you know, okay, it's only going to, you know, we go here. It's only good for half day because of, you know, the size or because of things that are closed, whatever. Animal Kingdom should be like, there should be like some standards say, well, this is like a 3X park. It would actually take you three days to enjoy everything here, you know, or whatever that number or two and a half, you know, like park. Like there should be some standard. Disney, where's the suggestion box? Darn it. I know. You said you were going to have that by <laughs> I know this episode. I did. I forgot. Okay, next time. But yes, this would go in the suggestion box would be like Disney should come up with a standard of like it will take the average Disney goer to, to see this entire park in its entirety 2.75 days. Uh, I feel like that's kind of tough to say It would be, but I think it would be cool I like how you say average Disney goer But there's no such thing But that's why, that's what I'm saying Like the average, like not the crazy fanatic That will be, you know, looking at every manhole Like as they walk by And then not the like person that like hates Disney Because they have to wait in lines Like it would be the average one But you know, even with the average one What if I'm a parent of two small children And... 
I want them to experience the animals at Animal Kingdom a little bit longer than, you know, the average park goer. But I'm not a crazy fanatic. Like, but I got kids, and they need to see animals. I, I, I understand that. They can also give you, you know, like when you go in a line, you get that little thing. So Which they they're can, going, where they're doing, they're doing away with that, by the way. How are they going to tell how long the lines are? They're going to use your magic band. Oh, smart. Why haven't they been using that in the first place? Techno, I don't know. That's so, uh, <laughs> anyway, one day is, yeah. So children box. <laughs> anyway, I think that, yeah, like, you know, you give someone like a band or, or yeah, I guess it could be through the magic band too. Like when they get in versus when they leave mm-hmm. and be like, do you feel like you saw the whole thing? Or do you think you needed like another day? How, is this your second day here? And then get like an average. That'd be a lot of data collection that they can do. Mm-hmm. It'd be a cool thing to see. It's, it's interesting that you point that out because I feel like magic bands are definitely not to where they're going to be in the future. Like we're just at the tipping point mm-hmm. right now. So it would be kind of cool to do something like that. But now at this point, there's a lot of uh, fan sites that do kind of calculate for you, like trip planning sites that say, oh, well, if you want more of a thrilling experience, then it'll probably take you two days to see Mm -hmm. Magic Kingdom or two days to see Animal Kingdom. So there are things like that available, but they're not offered by Disney at this Mm -hmm. point. Yeah. So they're around. They're they're coming. It'll come. It's definitely coming. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So another pro that I wanted to tell you about seeing a half-day park Mm -hmm. is just the overall stress level of knowing that you can complete everything in one like one day is actually really relieving Mm -hmm. so you're not going to have the i have to run around here oh my goodness my fast pass is going to expire in five minutes but i'm at the other end of the park yeah no you're not going to have that as much Mm. you you still might but it's really not going to be as big of a deal Whereas if you saw, like, when you're looking at a park, you're like, oh, my God, this is a a 3.5 park. (laughs) What am I going to (laughs) do? I know, right? (laughs) You know what I think that maybe they should start doing is doing, like, you know how traffic maps, how they have red and blood red Mm -hmm. for really, really bad traffic? What if they did that at the parks? For lines? Yeah. That'd be cool for lines. Like, Like, Everest has blood red wait wait. Blood red wait. Blood red wait right now. (laughs) That'd be funny. But, I mean, something to think about. So, I mean, I will say half-day parks are probably more appreciated by the true Disney fan Mm -hmm. because you can kind of see and experience all these things that you've known were there but never really took taken the time to to appreciate. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're not quite ready for the half-day experience. Well, I've been to Hollywood Studios. But you've been to it in a different form. <laughs> or how about this? How about this? Let me propose it to you this way. Would you like to go to Hollywood Studios if you didn't have an annual pass? Because I made him get an annual pass. He has one now. Last three years. He has one for the last three years. It was a real, it was a deal breaker. Would you rather go to Hollywood Studios now or next year after Star Wars and Toy Story Land have opened? Well, if you didn't have the annual pass where you do have the freedom to just go. Well, I would probably I would probably want to go when everything's there personally. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. Yeah. You're you're proving my point. Yeah. <laughs> so Is that it? Do you got more? Well, thank you so much for everyone for tuning in. 
really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe, uh, like us, leave us a comment, let us know what you think. If you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, again, subscribe, leave us a like, leave us a comment, let us know what you think. And we're on Instagram at DisneyWTF.radio. We're on Twitter at DisneyWTF underscore radio. And we're on Facebook. Anyways, thank you everybody for watching. Thank you everybody for listening and hanging out with us. We hope this brings a little bit of magic to your day. And we'll see you next time. Bye.